Hi guys, it's just me, Mark from No Wrestling here. And as today is 30 years since my all-time favourite singer, Freddie Mercury, sadly passed away, what I wanted to do is I wanted to talk about, for me, my favourite top five Queen songs that Freddie Mercury wrote. And I know, guys, it's not wrestling-related because it's Freddie Mercury, but considering a lot of wrestlers reference Freddie Mercury, considering, you know, we had Emi Sakura in AEW who lit, would who would literally dress up as Freddie Mercury. We had also as well on NXT recently on Halloween Havoc, a wrestler dressed up as Freddie Mercury and from Live Aid and stuff. And I feel for me, Freddie Mercury is fair game because there's been a lot of references to re- uh, in wrestling of Freddie Mercury. And also as well, he is my favourite ever singer. He's my favourite ever, like performer he's probably for me one of my all-time favorite people ever like he's one of my biggest heroes along with Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, Rick Mel, Ada Edmondson, CM Punk etc you know and I just think for me because it's been 30 years since he sadly passed away that I want people to remember just how good he is and that's why by me looking at his top five songs that he's written for Queen you can appreciate just how good he is and just how unique and different each of the songs he's written in this list actually are uh because i know that obviously later on when queen um in the 80s obviously because they would know that he had aids and he was sadly like passing away through it and stuff and dying of it and stuff which is really really sad because obviously um now with the way that aids has become and like people are able to live i wouldn't really necessarily say a normal life but they're able to at least live their lives and it's just really really sad to see what happened to freddie mercury and it's great that we're always able to remember him as this amazing guy this guy who would do anything for his friends anything for his family like the fact that him and his other co bandmates were just so close together and stuff and he loved them all and stuff and the fact that rather than um from their first albums all the way i know in sheer heart attack uh one of the songs i put on in this list is technically written by all four of them because it's something they all did together but when it went to the miracle and then innuendo all the songs that um they did it was all written by and done by all four members where normally before that they would only ever do it as done by the member who did that song so for example Radio Gaga would go to Roger Taylor We All Rock You would go to uh, Brian May and I Want to Break Free would then go to John Deacon and I think it's a really cool thing to kind of see this with them joined together because even though one of the songs in itself was by all four I wanted to kind of like mention this one because for me I think it's such an iconic song and even though yes I could have put into this top five Naya Wrestling's theme tune being obviously I Want It All, the album version, because in the greatest hits, absolute greatest, you know, the compilation versions, they always go, I want it all, I want it all. And when they performed it at the um, Funny Mercury Chippy concert, that's how they did it as well. But from the album, it's do 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 and then it goes into the adventure seeker on an empty street, just a many preacher lied on his feet. So for me, that's one of my all-time favorite songs ever. I love that song. It's such a great song. I want it all. But the five I'll be talking about today are for me my top five Freddie Mercury songs. Now, if you guys don't know, Freddie Mercury was the lead singer of Queen. My all-time favourite band, like, I love them loads. Yes, I've seen them live. Obviously, it was Adam Lambert with Queen. But it was just so cool to see Brian May and Roger Taylor play. Uh, Adam Lambert's great. The fact they would use some, like, clips and different things of Freddie Mercury into the concert as well. Uh, and not, like, just shoehorn him in and not just make it just seem kind of out of place. It worked really, really well. Um, 
and basically the band of Queen consisted um, consisted of Freddie Mercury, Roger Taylor, Brian May, and John Deacon. They all joined together in the early seventies, where they released their first album in nineteen seventy three, being Queen and Queen Two. Nineteen seventy four saw the release of Sheer Heart Attack. Seventy five saw the release of um, Night of the Opera. Seventy six was a day at the races. 77 was News of the World, 78 was Jazz, 80 was Flash Gordon, 82 was Hot Space, um, 84 was The Works, 86 was A Kind of Magic, 89 was um, The Miracle, and 91 was Innuendo, being Freddie Mercury's last album before he sadly passed away. Obviously, throughout this time, they were then released like live versions, and in 81, they released Greatest Hits. Um, so then, basically... Um, with the Grace Hits uh, album one, which obviously had songs like Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, Fat Bomb Girls, We All Rock You, We Are The Champions, etc. It is still to this day the top selling album in the entirety of the UK. And basically Queen are such a great band that even though they are very much a rock band, they would also go on to do other things like they would do operatic stuff, they would do metal stuff. They would do jazz. They would do a bit of R&B, a bit of hip hop, you know. Um, they would do a bit of sort of like, they would literally kind of like change with the times as well. Uh, but when they play to their roots and they are like a rock band, they are like no other. And I think for me that if you want to appreciate just how good Queen can be, just how amazing Queen are, I know, I know it's going to be a, a cliche. I know everyone's going to say this. I know it's been mentioned on wrestling like WWE. I know Dave Grohl says this. I know Elson John has said it. I know so many other people have said this has been for them and for me the best concert ever because also as well, I'm going to be adding one more little bit to kind of that way you know what I'm talking about. And it was even um, actually filmed for the Bohemian Rhapsody movie about Freddie Mercury, about... John Deacon, Brian May, Roger Taylor, the band of Queen and stuff, and their um, rise to stardom, you know, as it were, and stuff, etc., 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 that they did Live Aid. And I think for me, just seeing how good Live Aid was, and just the fact as well that Freddie Mercury wasn't feeling very well, he apparently had quite an issue with his throat, so he had to drink a lot of, like, water and stuff to help him and stuff. It's just amazing just to see just how good these four men are, just how amazing they were, just how Freddie Mercury was able to literally have the stage him in the palm of his hands, have the world in the palm of his hands, have every single person across Wembley in San Francisco at the JFK Stadium all clapping and stuff. And it's just fucking great to see when they were playing through Radio Gaga, the same thing as well when they did We Will Rock You and stuff. And I think for me, those 25 minutes just show you just how good Freddie Mercury is at playing guitar, the piano, and how much of a great vocalist and great entertainer and showman he is. Showing you just how good and how much of a secret weapon John Deacon is. Showing you just how amazing and fucking great on, on the guitar that Brian May is always able to influence all these other people. The fact as well just shows how good a drummer that Roger Taylor is. Just these four men are so, so good at what they did. They've created so many great hits, so many great songs. Even with Queen, because I'm such a big fan of them, even some of their more underrated stuff. You are like, oh my God, this song's amazing. You know, when they do, uh, when they're like seen to doing their own perfect thing, like Rod, like obviously Freddie Mercury and John Deacon like more the sort of like theatrical kind of music where Roger Taylor and Brian May are the more rockers. And it's just so cool to kind of see them all together melding into one and they're able to put on 
such great hits, such great songs, such iconic songs that even if people don't know any of these songs, which I'm honestly surprised that people wouldn't know any of these songs, which is quite shocking, quite mad, that as soon as you play the first couple of seconds of a, of a song, you would instantly know what it is. Like, if someone played the beginning of We Will Rock You, the beginning of We Are The Champions, the beginning of Bohemian Rhapsody, for example, the beginning of Killer Queen, Don't Stop Me Now, uh, the beginning of Radio Gaga, um, Love Of My Life, you know, there are so many great and iconic Queen songs that even though uh, people know the few, but when you actually go back and you listen to more of their stuff, you can then appreciate just how good they are and everything else as well. And obviously as well, with it being 30 years since Freddie Mercury Sally passed away today as well, that I wanted you guys and same as me to help remember him and just and just to kind of like appreciate for me some of the songs that he's written and and some of the songs that are so iconic that when people think of Freddie Mercury, I would probably would say most of the songs that people think of him straight away anyway. But one of the songs you'll be already be quite surprised I put it in there because it's one that people, even though they know it, they don't know it as well because it's quite underrated. It's not so played a lot that people wouldn't re- uh, remember it and stuff as well. And I just think it's really, 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 really cool um, to show you guys just some of the songs that I love from Freddie Mercury and some of the songs that he's gone on to write and produce for Queen to show you just how of a great variety in itself that this list actually is, that a lot of these different songs are. Uh, one for me is a great song of all time. One is a um, bonafide um, anthem. One is just an amazing song. One is a great, like, party let's get in the mood let's you know let's do it kind of song and then the other one is just literally the first of its kind and a song that helped inspire slash create a genre of music and so then guys without a further ado without gushing about queen because i could probably gush about queen for ages and ages and ages because i love them they're my favorite band like i would happily just listen to them and sing along to them, which I would do for many, 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 many occasions. I would, I always do and that kind of stuff. They are, for me, the greatest band of all time. And I think as much as I love the Beatles, as much as I like the Rolling Stones, as much as I, like, I find all these other bands have helped influence, I still think Queen, even though they are seen to be a great band, I still think they should be seen at a high echelons because... They are a great band. They all have, they are all, they're all so clever. They all, um, you know, graduated from university. I mean, one's this great artist being Freddie Mercury. One was going to be a dentist. One was going to be an electrician. One is a, um, a astrophysicist where they actually named uh, one of the uh, meteors or whatever it is after Freddie Mercury being Brian May, who is the physicist who's got a PhD in it and stuff as well. And it's just so cool just to kind of like, you know, appreciate this you know to kind of like it's really really cool for me to hopefully pass on some knowledge and some songs that you might not know of by queen but i like freddie mercury to kind of then appreciate why for me they're the greatest band and if i can get someone else into queen to appreciate their music to appreciate just how good they are then my deed is done for the day and i'll be happy to pass on them the knowledge and the love that I have of this band with other people to hopefully bring them as much happiness as they've brought me throughout my entire life you know where with with a lot of Queen music I listen to it 
obviously through my mum when I was growing up. Uh, partially for my dad, a lot in films and stuff, because one of the songs I'll be talking about, um, I was shown that song for a film, which I'm going to talk about in the future. But I'm hoping this video can make you guys appreciate just how good the band are and just how amazing that with it being 30 years since the sad day Freddie Mercury passed away, just how good of a songwriter he is and just how, for me, he is truly the fucking GOAT. And so then, guys, at number five in my top five Queen songs written by Freddie Mercury would have to be Stone Cold Crazy. Now, guys, the reason I've chosen this song is because, for one thing, even though technically, yes, on the CD, it said it was written by all four members of the band, even though it was a song that Freddie Mercury was starting up and created back in the late 60s and stuff, I think, for me, this is such a great song. It's such an underrated song that it's one of those songs that helped create, like, thrash metal. Like, the beginning, it's like... You know, just how fast the guitar is, just how great the guitar is, just the fact like you would think of a band called Queen who you'd a lot of people would think of like stuff like Somebody to Love or um Killer Queen, etc. You know, and then people would be like, Holy shit, that was Queen? Fucking hell, I didn't realise Queen did that. And I just think, for me, it's one of those songs that when I've shown people this song, they're quite surprised just to kind of like see just how very they are. And I think it's really, really cool to see this great song. The fact that Metallica have covered it and they've performed it quite often because they always, all four members of Metallica say that this is one of the songs that helped them to become a band. It helped inspire them and stuff. And they've covered it on their Garage Inc. CD. They've covered it. And done it in a lot in, in a lot of their concerts. And for me, it's one of Queen's most underrated songs. And it's one of those great songs too that you can see just even here, just how good of a band that they are, that you can appreciate just how good, in a sense, of Fanny Mercury is to be able to kind of like have such a powerful voice. Brian May and Roger Taylor and John Deacon with the amazing like use of the instruments that they're playing and stuff, and it's just a great song just to show just how good of a uh, a songwriter that Freddie Mercury is to create such a great iconic song that has helped create a genre in music. And at number four, it's no surprise, guys. Don't stop me now. Tonight, I'm gonna 
have myself a real good time. I feel alive. And the world, I'm turning inside out. Yeah. I'm floating around in ecstasy. So don't stop me I fucking love this song. This song is for me, it's one of those songs that just helps pump you up. It helps get you ready. It helps get you ready for the day. It helps, you know, uh, get you ready for whatever's going to happen uh, to you that day, etc. You know, this song is so iconic. It's been used in so many different films, so many different TV shows and stuff. Like, I loved hearing it when I first watched Shaun of the Dead. I was like, oh my God, it's Queen. You know, and I just, and I just love hearing this song and hearing different Queen songs in general, you know, because it's just so cool to kind of like see different films and TV shows appreciate this band as, as much as I do. And I think as well, with this song as well, it's it's such a iconic like song that they even used it for a google day as well because it's just so cool to uh, to celebrate Freddie mercury's birthday and stuff and they also was a really good uh, video that i've seen when this song was used with mario galaxy and mario world and stuff and it's just really 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 cool to kind of see how well it's done but and i mean but the best use of this song had to be on the smash brothers um, ultimate advert because literally in Nintendo were like alright then we're going to have the advert and you guys can literally put whatever song you want on it just give it your all and this guy created this amazing video that had um, the Smash Brothers ultimate advert to Don't Stop Me Now and it worked perfectly you know it's just a great song has some great um, a great song to a great album being jazz uh a great song and it just shows you just how amazing Freddie Mercury is at the piano just how amazing is that as a singer to just see just how fucking amazing this song truly is and it for me is one of my all-time favorite songs ever and I just love this song because it is just an iconic piece of music and just a great song in general and at number three is Killer Queen she keeps them always shunned in a pretty cabinet. Let them eat cakes, she says, just like Marie Antoinette. A building remedy for Chris Job and Kennedy. And any time an imitation you can take. Caviar cigarettes, well versed in etiquette, extraordinarily nice. She's a killer queen. Now, Killer Queen is, is another song that I love. I just love the. She keeps the moving chandel in a pretty cabinet. You know, it's just that whole thing of like when you can hear the clicking, because I can't click, that's why I was doing it with my mouth. That it's just so iconic. Everyone knows this song, it's been used in so many different things. I mean, JoJo's Big Adventure, there's a character called Killer Queen who does a lot of, who's a massive homage to obviously this song and stuff and just obviously as well the song itself is really really good has some great lyrics has some great guitars and it's one of or probably the first big song that queen released because even though in the early 70s people knew of queen and stuff and they knew the other songs like keep yourself alive seven seas of rye march of the black queen etc but this song was like their first big hit like this was the first song that they did on top of the pops you know one of the um 
first songs they that they were like singing i think it got at least to the top 10 in the uk top 40 and stuff and it's just cool to kind of like see just how different queen were from going from stuff like keep yourself alive and march the black queen and ogre battle all those kind of heavier stuff all the way to this song because it shows you the great versatility and the great um songwriting and just the great nuances and just the great everything else about what Freddie Mercury is and even though yes a lot of people know this song and yes a lot of people have probably heard this song but go back guys and listen to this song again because you can even find newer things too because it's one of those things same with all the other songs I mentioned before like Stone Cold Crazy, Don't Stop Me Now and the two songs in the future that there's been this amazing thing where you can just hear the amazing amazing vocals by Freddie Mercury the amazing guitar work by Brian May the amazing bass work by John Deacon or the amazing drums by, by Roger Taylor and you can actually find those different things isolated on YouTube so if you just type in you know Killer Queen um, vocals only you hear all this extra stuff and everything else and and it's just amazing just to just to hear and see. And, and then it's so funny as well because I've heard this song so many times and I love all these different songs in general that I'll be talking about on this um, top five too that I would I would instantly in my head be hearing hearing the music and hearing like, let's say for example, I would just listen to the um, guitar, so like just the guitar only. And I would instantly at a certain point hear Freddie Mercury's voice in my head because they are so good and this song is just amazing and it's just something that I would suggest to anyone to do to kind of like find a new way to appreciate it because also as well there's an amazing guy um, who does a 8-bit archive I think he's called or something like that and he does these amazing 8-bit versions of all different Queen songs and I've downloaded and bought the album that he did and one of the songs was Killer Queen it's just so cool to kind of like also as well like appreciate just how good um, that kid of queen is to even in 8-bit you can still see just the amazing um, work the amazing you know the amazing mastery that Freddie Mercury and, and the rest of Queen are at creating such great songs and at number two would have to be the anthem of all anthems yes I know we all rock you is also the other anthem of all anthems but it has to be we are the champions I paid my dues Time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my shelf and kicked in my face But I've come through Now for me, We Are The Champions is one of those songs that I just love it's amazing. It's used in pretty much every single sports celebration. It's one of those things. If I never hear it in some sports celebrations, I'm like, but where's We Are The Champions? They should be fu- They should be fucking playing We Are The Champions. I don't care about this other modern, boring shit. You know, I want We Are The Champions because it is the song that is synonymous with winning anything. It's synonymous with winning in anything in life. It could be sports, video games, exams, um, whatever. You can play this song. You can listen to this song. It's still one of those songs that makes me like really happy. It puts me, you know, helps me remember when Freddie Merck, when Chelsea won the league, they won the Champions League. 
Uh, they won the FA Cup. They won the Super Cup. They won the UEFA Cup. They won all these different cups. I just, um, and it also sort of helped me when the Nationals won the um, World Series when, um, you know, in wrestling as well, where people incorporate it in wrestling too and other things as well, like when Ash finally won the Pokemon League and the Pokemon anime, someone actually used the song to that. Obviously, with the Chicago Bulls winning, winning the um, World Championships and you can hear when it was the last game of Michael Jordan for the Bulls, you can hear where the champions playing in the background as well. And it's just so, so cool that it's just one of those songs that everyone knows everyone will just sing along to as soon as anyone starts just playing the do 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 they instantly are like i paid my dues time after time i've done my sentence you know it's just fucking amazing i absolutely adore this song and it just shows you just how clever both brian may and freddie mercury are to both have created two of the most iconic anthems in the history of the world where i think even in a thousand years time people will still be playing and listening to we're the champions because it is such a great um triumph winning sort of song that i believe that if anyone is down at any point that you can play this song and it will bring their spirits up it will bring their blood pumping it will get them ready for the day and it just shows you just how good of a songwriter that Freddie Mercury is to create such an iconic and great anthem that is used in many things today and truly is iconic. And before I get to my number one pick guys I want to talk about a couple honourable mentions. These two honourable mentions are two great iconic songs by Queen, are two great songs that are very synonymous with Freddie Mercury in himself and just how good of a songwriter that Freddie Mercury is. And these two songs are both Love of My Life and Somebody to Love. Now these two songs are fantastic. I know in I know in a sense of how they both are played and stuff, they're both quite different where Somebody to Love is more of an operatic kind of song. Uh, you know, one of those sort of like uh, Reefa Franklin kind of songs where Love of My Life is the more sort of like softer sort of like more lovey kind of song but for me i think these two songs are great and yes they're not in my top five but i still think these songs are both great to show you just how good of a songwriter fenny mercury is just how good of a band that queen are that even when you hear the love of my life or care Anybody find me somebody to love? You know, because even though Something to Love is the more iconic and well-known song through, um, like, renditions, like they did a really good version on The Voice, Glee, um, and Hathaway did a really good version as well in some film too and stuff, and they also did a really good version in Happy Feet as well. But I, I, I like these songs quite the same thing together because I feel with, for me, Love of My Life, even though it's one of Queen's mainstay songs that they would perform live, it's just so cool to see it more well-known through Bohemian Rhapsody and hopefully when people have seen that film and they go back and hear it, it might then bring it up to more the forefront because I think for me it's quite an underrated song and hopefully by me mentioning it in my honourable mentions and obviously as well with Somebody to Love, people will 
appreciate and look just how good Freddie Mercury, uh, that just how good the band are to create such iconic and unique and different songs, really, because they are, they are a great, great band. And so then, guys, for my number one pink, it is to no, so it is to no one's surprise. You know, if you've uh, been living under a rock, you have probably heard a song once throughout your life. Um, it's one of those songs that, yes, you might have heard it at different points throughout, of the, depending on where this song is, like, played when they do it live they do it at a certain point or when it's the whole song in itself and that's right guys yes it has to be bow rap bohemian rhapsody is this the real life is this just fantasy caught in a landslide no escape from reality open your eyes Look up to the skies and see I'm just a cool boy I need no sympathy Because I'm easy come, easy go Little high, little low Any way the wind blows Doesn't really matter Now, for me then, guys, this is one of those songs that I remember listening a lot to when I was a child with my mum, but I remember most of all hearing it and listening to it in Wayne's World, where in Wayne's World, um, I would watch it quite often because we had it on a VHS with Adventures in Babysitting and Masters of the Universe. And I remember that being like a triple video that we had, like this copied video and stuff. And I always used to remember just uh, watching the first five, six minutes of uh, Wayne's World and then rewinding it back to listen to that bit again and just seeing them going, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, let me go and stuff. And it's and then also as well doing the headbanging, like I always would headbang, even when I listen to it today. It, when I'm obviously walking out and about, I don't headbang, but I obviously am like vigiling in my head. And it, when I'm in a car or anything else, I always headbang because it's just fucking iconic moment and just just a song to headbang to and also as well it's just one of those iconic songs that everyone knows and everyone just kind of appreciates how good this, this song is the fact that it's incorporated four different music genres in one song is just fucking amazing you know it has the sort of like be beginning with like the is this the real life to the more like um mama just killed a man to um so someone spit in my eye to any way the wind blows you know and it's just so good and it's also one of those songs that like I, like i said before whenever you play the first couple of notes or the first couple of like hear the first couple of words etc you know everyone would start singing along to it and there's an amazing video that green day put up and other people put up too where when they play Bohemian Rhapsody, the whole crowd is singing along to it. And it's just so fucking iconic, this song is. It's, for me, the greatest song of all time. I know some people think it's been overplayed. But for me, there's always something new that you can find about this song. You know, like, like, I, men- like what I mentioned before, when you can listen to just the um, vocals by themselves. The piano and the vocals by themselves. Just the piano, the bass, the guitar, the drums. 
you find something new about this song like when you're listening to it because I never realised like when I watched a film like uh, watched a film Bohemian Rhapsody I never realised like I always I used to remember I would always used to just think it was Freddie Mercury I never realised it was Roger Taylor and that sort of thing it's just amazing and also watching back and seeing the that whole clip of Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put inside for me, for me, for me. You know, it's just, this song is just fucking legendary. I think if anyone put on to my head and said, what is the best song of all time? I would definitely say this one is because it is just so great. It's so good. It's one of those songs that has helped influence so many different people it's a song that so many people think to them is the greatest song of all time it's a song that is just so 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 fucking amazing that so many different people have covered it so many different people have used it there was a really good suicide squad trailer to this song and it worked so perfectly to make everyone be like okay so they used to be hearing rhapsody to this movie trailer okay cool i want to watch this film now because it worked so well. Um, also as well with the power of this song. It just shows you just how good of a master of music. That Freddie Mercury and the rest of the band are. Where with Freddie Mercury's uniqueness. And his just greatness in general really. Because for me he is the greatest frontman, showman, rock singer. Whatever you want to call him. He is, for me, the greatest ever. The fact that he was able to create this amazing song. The fact that the other people were able to create such great drums, such great bass work. Brian May with his amazing um, guitar solo, you know. Um, at the end of the um, second section of the song, before it goes into the third section and stuff, it's just amazing. It just shows you just how good of a song writer that Freddie Mercury is, where in a sense... Uh, March of the Black Queen was in a way the mother of Bohemian Rhapsody, but Bohemian Rhapsody is like, in a sense, the son who would then go on to become just so iconic, so well known. And it's amazing when you see like new generation and other people listen to this song when they do reaction videos, because I used to kind of like watching a lot of Bohemian Rhapsody reaction videos to see, okay, what do these people think about it? And just to see their reactions of the... Just, 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 um, just the change of the of the different music and stuff, and it's just uh, an amazing song. And even though some people were saying I've never heard a song before, I think kind of like you must have heard a song in, at one point in your life because it's being Rhapsody. It's so well known. It's one of those songs that if someone in the street starts singing it, people will sing along to it because it is so iconic. It is so well known, and it's just one of those songs that for me is the greatest of all time. And it's one of those songs that I can happily listen to for hours upon hours upon hours on end i would happily listen to a 10 hour um literally repeat continuously of it like you would have like the long version of all these different songs because it is just so iconic and it's just one of those songs that for me is synonymous with just how good queen are and just how good rock music can be and just how unique and clever music can be to create a song like this where at the time a lot of reviewers and people kind of like oh this song's rubbish you know it won't go anywhere to then become the iconic song that it is where for so many years it's always been voted as the number one song of all time where classic rock in one of their versions i think it was like version seven or eight before they went up to like i think they're on like version 11 or something 
where they put this song as number one. And I think for me, where they put more recently Stairway to Heaven, even though Stairway to Heaven for me is another piece of rock history, another another piece of rock royalty, like this song is, as well as Freebird, is that same thing. And these three songs are my three favourite songs of all time. Like I would listen to these three songs to the day I die. But for me, it has to be Bohemian Rhapsody because it is just so good. It's so, so great. It shows you just how good of a songwriter Fanny Mercury is, just how good of a band Queen are, just how good of everything that Queen is. And it helps you appreciate just how when something is unique like this, that when something is done so, so well, that even over 45 years since its release, there's still, which is quite surprising in, in to me, new people finding this song, new people discovering this song, and new people discovering just how good Bohemian Rhapsody is and just how the mecca of meccas this song is to show just how good Freddie Mercury, Brian May, Roger Taylor and John Deacon are to create such a masterpiece, to create the opus, in my opinion, of what music truly is and just to show just how great and amazing Queen truly are. Where even when they do this song live, they always bring new ways to perform the song and stuff and it's just a great song from a great band and Freddie Mercury was able to create such a great, iconic and a masterpiece in not just music, but the world in general. Where there's been a lot of different videos I've seen on YouTube of like analysis of uh, like a, a full analysis of why this song is so iconic and is so legendary. And if there's one thing I can't repeat enough, guys, if you haven't, Heard the song, which, mad because this song is so good and so iconic. Listen to it because this song is the true definition to me of a goat. And so then, guys, that was my top five Queen songs written by Freddie Mercury. I would love to hear what you guys think about your top five Freddie Mercury songs too, or your even your top five Queen songs in general. Love to hear what you guys think. This was my... Loving tribute to Freddie Mercury on 30 days since he sadly passed away and to the lover of life and singer of songs. Thank you for your amazing music. Thank you for everything that you've done for the music industry. I will always love you. Thank you so much, Freddie Mercury. And thank you from all of us at Naya Wrestling. Take care and good night. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy, I need no sympathy. Because I'm easy come, easy go, little high, little low.